Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 100! I did not have to ask for the episode number this week, guys. To the (laughs) nopes. Of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season 5, episode 12, Wormhole Extreme! Extreme! (laughs) AKA, oh, so this is where Supernatural got the idea. (laughs) I like that. I may or may not have uh, watched this and and made boyfriend Jesse watch it, and he goes, so this is like Supernatural, and the amount of offended I was, (laughs) you can't even register on the Richter scale. You are now officially a Stargate fan. I was like, (laughs) I was so triggered. (laughs) And then I went on a rant for like a solid five minutes about how this was before Supernatural and Supernatural doesn't even know anything. Supernatural does know, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, um, in the moment. I have like no creative, a.k.a. Uh, there. Well, basically, I can quote you any line from here along the lines of, a, oh, I'm going to paraphrase. It's okay. It's on cable. Or Maybe the a.k.a. is bigger. Bigger. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just shouldn't you be writing something or <laughs> yeah they, they, yeah, I'm gonna just I could quote this entire episode um, we also have uh, Prosecco with blue jello in it it's it's happening it's the it's the best blue it does look like Naquita it now does that look I, now that it's a little melty and, and like delicious we're calling this the, the Naquita I think if I ever actually, went this is a not Naquita. You, you, this is the Event Horizon. <gasps> okay, I see Naquita's that. Because metal, and I realize that have some. I yeah, can't drink the is, metal. This is called the Event Horizon. Uh-huh. It is blue Jello cubes in prosecco. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We did that. That's our drink, <laughs> and it is, is delicious. This is the best drink we've made yet. So listen, join us as we get progressively drunker, or for Grace, just wasted. <laughs> for Nixie, like, join us while Nixie gets a slight buzz on and, and Grace gets <laughs> completely plastered. <laughs> to be fair, I'm almost done with my Prosecco in this glass and the bottles in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, there, there will be a run for yeah. Prosecco yeah. while Nixie is talking. I'm just letting you guys know okay. now. I'll just inform them. I'll that's be like, fine. go for a run. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's when I uh, fill. Um, yes. Or I, like as, it. I was actually, it reminds me, we're already going on tangent. Um, I was watching <laughs> the, the new Will and Grace and the last episode, uh, uh, and I won't I won't say what was going on because it'll be a giant spoiler, right. but, but um, uh, Jack is up there doing like a speech thing and, yeah. he, and he has to, he, and Will's like from the audience going, stretch! And he's like motioning, <laughs> he's like, you have to stretch, you have to fill. And so Jack then just starts stretching. Yeah. Literally. literally Stretching. stretching. Next, he's just gonna start doing yoga <laughs> on an audio podcast. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It'll be it'll be good stuff. It'll be awesome. It'll feel amazing. So, um, before we get into current events or the episode, we yes. just have to take a moment and go. We've reached a hundred episodes. Yeah. And when we started this podcast, 
you know, obviously when you start an ep- a series episode by episode podcast like this, you have full intentions. And obviously we do. Yeah. To complete all of the episodes, especially this was a grandiose thing. There's three about to be four series. The level of commitment. It, it seems scary to think of. And so I remember going, I'm just not going to think about how many episodes yeah. <laughs> are. Just not going to think about it. We're going to start. It's going to go. And like, and and also we were fully aware of the amount of podcasts that start like this and then trail off like mid-season two. Yeah. And just kind of and then end, just sputter out. And also, the fact that we have any listeners at all. <laughs> exactly. Guys, you are incredible. Which, it's funny, like, I didn't even, like, I, I knew Patreon was a thing when we started, but it wasn't an option that we thought would ever for, yeah, be possible. Yeah, first of all, we didn't think anyone would listen except, like, Nixie's mom. Yeah, basically. And maybe friend Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, she doesn't watch Stargate. She's yeah. only listening to fill her ears with <laughs> us when she's not with us. <laughs> and, and so the fact that you guys are all here and that you guys appreciate whether you agree or don't agree with our opinions on yeah. the show, just the fact that you're listening to us share our opinions on the show, it's so freaking cool. Uh, it's just really fun. And again, I never thought I'd watch a show like this. And now yeah. I'm like, well, now I want more of things like this. Now I'm finally watching Star Trek. Oh, yeah. And then enjoying it, appreciating it for the different things that it is. So, uh, you know, I thank you guys. Uh, I thank Nixie for sharing this with me. And also, boyfriend Jesse thanks you. <laughs> I <got laughs> because you I would not have been this open <laughs> to things. That, you know, there are the things that I will get my nerd on for. Yeah, and yeah, sci-fi yeah. was never really one of them. Uh, so, the right sci-fi series. Yeah, it's it's been good times, guys. As I have uh, the sixties <laughs> of Voyager paused on the screen in front of <laughs> Literally. us. Literally, uh, guys, um, and Kaylee. I think Kaylee and Stormy. Okay, feel- Stormy wasn't even like a glint in my eye when we started. Are we gonna this. get played off the stage soon by uh, by, by, um, by a Kaylee? movie music? Yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee, going. That's enough, guys. Get can, back to can it. Can I actually say I? She's just, our producer. She's keeping time here, guys. <laughs> I just uh, slurped a blue Jello cube out of the prosecco, and it was the, one of the most satisfying, disgusting feelings in the yeah, world. Yeah, well, I apologize if there's any slurps. We'll try. We'll do our best to step away from the mic for a slurp. It was so much fun. Okay, so now that we have the gushing over and done with, by the way, two more years till episode 200. Holy fart. Which won't technically be the Stargate episode 200, because before then we will start bouncing back and forth between Atlantis and stuff. So when is the halfway point for the series? Well, there's 10 seasons. Oh, so we're almost there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there's five seasons of Atlantis. Well, I'm just sad. I'm just in. Okay, I, I, okay, go, go, just okay. go. <laughs> so we, it came out. We had mentioned last week that it came out, and we just weren't able to review it before we recorded yes. the last podcast. But we saw the first, you know, real look at origin. Uh huh. And yeah, we did, guys. If Indiana Jones and Stargate had a baby, yeah. It looks like it would be this series. And and then have that baby in the Warehouse 13. In the Warehouse 13 set. <laughs> it's, it, is, it looks really cool. I can't wait. I told Nixie, the, well, I'm not going to lie. The first thing I said was butts. Yeah, there's, you, a, there's, a, there's a butt there. <laughs> because you get a really good butt. And, and you are a, Tina. As, yeah, as much as I want to be Louise, I'm, a, I'm Tina. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
Um, Are you just impressed that I knew the name of the Yeah, I am very impressed. Yeah, good job. Good Bob's Burgers reference. To be fair, I don't think I could have pulled Louise out of my ass, but I knew Tina. Um, But yeah, definitely a Tina. Um, But then I said, I was like, I want to cosplay as her. Oh, I want to cosplay as her for sure. The details are great. It's just beautiful. She looks stunning. She looks like a female indie. Yeah. Uh, Connor Trinier was like almost unrecognizable. Like it took me half a second because of that mustache, and okay, it just yeah, was a very different okay. look. That's who that is. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've mentioned before my favorite characters in any type of popular fiction are explorers, and yeah. uh, I mean, there's Indiana Jones, there's Nathan Drake, and there's Scrooge McDuck, and yeah. that's my holy trinity, exactly. if you will. Uh, and it has been my whole life. Um, um, and of course, Nathan Drake is fairly new, but I think I think Catherine's going to be in there. She, and I love the oh god, the I nec- may cry. The necklace is back. <laughs> That's great to see. Yes, uh, because you couldn't have a series like this and starring her and not have that necklace. It's yeah. basically a part of her, right? Uh, and the music, like I didn't think the music would hit me because we're watching this. I watch the show multiple yes. times each week, and so I still hear the music every week. But yet, god damn it, hearing that music, it's it's got a nod to the great like eighties classics. Is what I'll call it's it. It's like the yeah. it's it's the movie it's the yeah. movie version of the Stargate theme yes. back there. Yeah. It's just um and the other thing I'm really looking forward to this. I Yes. I'm also looking forward to my t-shirt that is yet to arrive, people, guys. It's, people are getting them. Oh, good. People good. are getting them. We got <laughs> we got the shipping notice. It's in the mail. Oh, yes. Good. Uh, I forgot to say that because you don't pay attention to the email. I don't read anything, guys, no. because for fear... Honestly, it's fear of spoiling. People have been of really... Spoilage. People are really good. Okay, good. Like, people legitimately care okay, good. about spoiling you. Well, here's the truth. To the point of, on Twitter, they will start tweets with capital letters, this is not for grace. Here's the truth. <laughs> the problem is that if I look at it, I may want to read it yeah. anyway. And it's, so it's not that I don't trust the and, and, people, the senders of the email. And guys, if you've wondered, don't trust me in this. If you've wondered why we haven't done as many future according to Stargates, it's because it was just getting really, really hard for Grace to not <laughs> listen to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, this they've kind of trailed off. It's my own, my own lack of self-control. Yeah. Guys. And, and I, we really. You should have seen what we did. <laughs> to the Halloween candy. Like, <laughs> at some point, I was like, this is going to work. And, and at work, just to show the lack of control of the people around me, it was gone in seconds. Oh, no, I vultured on those Kit Kats. <laughs> like, yeah. while you were still putting them out. It's like, this is mine. Like, I think I was taking the Kit Kats out of your bag. <laughs> because someone in the house, who won't be named, took all my Kit Kats from Poor my Disney. Bad. I bet it was Kaylee. My Disney Halloween. Yeah, Kaylee ate the Kit Kats. Yeah, no, that's a bad thing. My Disney Disney Halloween candy that I had went and trick-or-treated on Disney yeah. for and had a bunch of Kit Kats and saved them. Someone ate them but yeah. and <laughs> left the wrappers in the bag. But the moral of the story <laughs> is that Stargate Origins looks fucking cool. It is. I can't wait. I can't wait. Another cool thing coming from Stargate Command is uh-huh. they're going to put out this interview series. Oh. Uh, and I forget what the cutesy name of it is, but um, I mean... They have Carmen and Tony sitting on a couch together chatting. Oh. Anything that will give me, like, the two of them together for it. is a great thing. And okay. I know uh, Chris Judge is is doing some stuff, too. It looks pretty good. It's filmed against a green screen. They're going to put some cool backgrounds behind it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it looks like it'll be fun. Yeah. I'm okay with There's that. There's some EPs and stuff. Um, it'll be good. 
Let's do it. Okay. Let's get into it. September 8th, 2001. About a day after the last episode. (laughs) Because this was like an episode apart. Uh, The story was by Brad Wright, Joe, and Paul. Written by Joe and Paul. Directed by Peter. Um, (laughs) Guys, in this one, I found the cameo. (laughs) I never find the cameo. But in this one, they were like, let's make this easy for Grace to find the cameo. Did you see the Martin Wood cameo, though? I I don't think I would know what Martin Wood looks like. But I feel like if you tell me which one he was. Yeah, I'll put him out. Okay. Because I I have a feeling he's one or the other. He's he's either... Okay, he's either what? He's either one of the guys who's told to go write stuff, Mm-mm. or or the guy at the end. No. Okay. Dang. He okay. actually is. But uh, the guys at the end are someone. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. they are producers. I got it. That um, makes sense. But no, actually, Martin Wood. This is is camoing is is putting on his NID costume. Oh. And there's one of the NID guys pointing a oh, gun at Sam. No, I'm. I'm <laughs> he like let up, points oh. a gun at the camera. <laughs> That's kind of so we'll get there. I are dumb. Okay, and this is for you. Okay. 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 This is for you, and you're gonna you're gonna read this off the screen. Because I, you know how I love to sometimes now go at the bottom of like the Stargate Wiki and it tells you what the title names were in other yes. languages? Please read what it was in Spanish. Oh, okay. Um I think oh I see. I see what you meant yeah. to write. Abujero Extremo. Which the, translates to Whole Extreme. <laughs> the extre- so this is the porn in Spanish, this is the porn version. <laughs> It's the extreme hole, guys. It was whole extreme. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Fuck it. I wonder if that's just the name for wormhole. I don't know enough. uh, I don't know, but it just. Yeah. Whole extreme. Extreme hole ahead. We now know. Extreme hole. We now know what the porn, the Stargate porn name is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get all up in your Nakwada, guys. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Obviously. I'll be right back. This okay. is Prosecco break. Prosecco run. That's okay. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about a uh, an actor that you know and love though, uh, by the name of Michael Deloise. Uh Obviously, Peter's brother, and uh, in the long line of Deloise clan. Um, this is now the uh, third show that he has starred with. Starred in with his brother. Um, um, Michael DeLuise, better known as TJ. She didn't yell that immediately <laughs> as soon as he hit the screen or anything. <laughs> TJ, what are you doing there? Where's Liz? <laughs> to you go home with that baby. To be fair, it's almost the same character. It is pretty much the same character. Um, and I gotta, I gotta figure out, I think in the timeline, this may be pre-Liz and Baby Dula. I think it is. Like in real life, because this is 2001. Yeah. I don't think Baby Dula is around until like 2005. Yeah, no, because it's later in the run. Yeah. And that started in like 2000. I I think, yeah, I think it was like, yeah. Because it basically started when I was 16. Yeah, it sounds about right. I'm like the same age as as, Rory. As Rory. Yeah. That sounds right. But he, uh, they were both in 21 Jump Street together. Um, and of course, the second one is a show that I'm pretty sure I profess my undying love for before multiple, multiple times. Sequest DSV. They were. <laughs> Wait, what? They were brothers in 21 Drum Street. They were like brothers in arms in, star- in Sequest. But Got it. In no way brothers in any way, shape or form. You, you can't not have them play brothers because they have the they same fucking face. They, they weren't. Well, they, they went around that by painting Peter's face. Oh. So his name was was Dagwood. OK. And and he was now like. I want to gen- <laughs> He was like genetically like modified or engineered. Uh-huh. So his face 
face was sort of a patchwork of every shade of human skin on Earth. Yeah. That's cool. And then uh, uh, Michael was essentially an ex-con who got uh, parole out of jail by allowing them to genetically modify him so he has gills now. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and he has, I think, the big, they have, like, the two of them have, I think, the biggest character arcs in all of Sequest. I'll take that. And then that almost right. entirely happened in one season. I, I, I think my favorite TJ role, and I know his name is Michael DeLuise. His name is TJ. I think now. my favorite TJ role is outside of TJ, <laughs> is probably Encino Man. Oh, yeah. Because it's bad guy in Encino I Man. Oh, God. He was in Encino Man. <laughs> He's the douchebag in Encino Man, which is one of my favorite, like my early crushes. Again, Brendan Fraser, best known as the guy from The Mummy, mm-hmm. another explorer adventure, mm-hmm. right in my wheelhouse, yeah. uh, right in my grace, uh, you know, crushes. Yep. Yep. Um, guys, never lend me around at an archaeology department <laughs> in, in like a college because I, I can't, I, I will not You'll be just held responsible. Go up licking every person. Yeah. I'll just be like, I love you. <laughs> I love you forever. I'm going to be your stalker now. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, I, the first time I ever met TJ was an Encino man. And he was considered the cute guy, too, which is funny because he's a good looking dude, but he's not exactly. He's not like a roguish leading man. He's yeah. He's no like Zach Efron type. No, or like no, no, no. Brad Pitty dude, but absolutely good looking dude. He's yes. So <laughs> to start the episode, we go way back to last season oh. and relive the point of no return. Yeah. <laughs> and Martin and Murray and Jack and Tanner and, and Martin's not just interested in outer space. He's from outer space. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, now there's a large alien ship near Mars that the Kepler space probe picked up. And, uh, well, I mean, it picked up something they originally thought was an asteroid, but asteroids don't really change course and accelerate. (laughs) Which, by the way, Kepler, real spacecraft. Oh, okay. But launched... After this, in the Stargate future in 2009. Whoa, they predicted it. I know. It was um, it was actually announced a few years before the show. Uh, and it, it's Got not it. necessarily like the most longest lasting of the space probes. There's no Voyager or anything like this. Mm-hmm. Um, the main goal was actually to... It's been very successful. The main goal is to watch the brightness of stars in the Milky Way. A very simple purpose. Yes. Um, and by watching their brightness, you can see if they wobble, essentially. And what you're measuring is if there's a planet going in front of that star affecting its brightness by like minuscule points. So that would make it wobble. Yes. Got it. So by watching the star, we know if there's other planets around. And it's like super minuscule changes. Maybe it's just drunk. The, the stars wibble wobble, but they don't fall down. Yeah. Uh, and um, that's why basically a few years after 2009, we had this huge rust of extrasolar planets that were discovered. Oh, got it. That was it. all Kepler. Okay. And so... I know that name, too. I feel like it was in the news a lot when all this happened. Yeah, it okay. was. I was like, you also know the name Kepler because he was a famous scientist. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um... And so it it sort of a few years into the mission broke a little and became a little gimpy uh, because the wheels that used to point the craft stopped working. So they, they sort of went. The wheels stopped going round and round. Yep. <laughs> Go Sorry. round and round. Round and round. Okay, I'm, guys. Were you going wheels on the bus? Oh, yeah, I was going wheels oh, on the bus. Oh, I wasn't going the wheels on the bus. Where were you going? The season. Oh, it's um um from Blue. 
I like blanking on the name of the song. That's okay. You said blue and my brain goes, I'm blue. Now That's Moody, not now that. what I intended <laughs> at all. If I were green, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stay with us, guys. I promise we're going to get through the episode. <laughs> okay. Um, but, but yes. but so It became a little gimpy. Yes. I'm actually trying to thing and it's I can't find it in the two I'm gonna seconds, I'm gonna so. read Nixie's notes ready this is the first okay this no I'm just gonna first. ignore it I'm gonna ignore okay. it the song <laughs> left me it's moving on but they basically went what can we do with broken ship because it's still more than you could do with no ship right at all um and it, that's when the mission kind of gotten redubbed as K2 oh okay so K2 is cool because electric they, boogaloo yes mm-hmm. because they use crowdsourcing now Got to it. look through all these images and like you can participate in this stuff oh cool um, um, and overall, Kepler has found 2,337 confirmed extrasolar planets, and 30 of those that could support life. Wow. Because they're in the Goldilocks zone. Yeah. Uh, and astronomers were able to use the... We just need to find a stargate to get to them. Exactly. Got it. Um, and and basically, astronomers were able to use that data and extrapolate that there could be as many as 40 billion rocky Earth-sized planets in the Goldilocks zone in the Milky Way. And oh, yeah. 11 billion of those could be around suns like like a soul. That's a lot of things. Yes. That's a lot of possibilities. That's, that's a lot of possibilities. That's 11 billion planets that could harbor Pot- life. Potential. Even if each planet only had one people, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's more wow. peoples that's on Earth. Yeah. On Earth. I, w- I wasn't sure what the number was. So it's like I was like six. Gonna- <laughs> I just did a couple episodes Got it. ago. <laughs> So, um, oh, and that ship that, like, was near Mars now? Yeah. Uh, it kind of looks like Martin's ship. Hmm. And so we should find him. Yeah. Because that ship's going to be here in three days. And then cut to... The greatest science fiction show ever. So I did not come up with this on my own. But yes. before you start, yeah. uh, there was a, a boyfriend, Jesse, who watched with me. And we were like, they should have flipped those two scenes. Oh, <laughs> Because how cool would it have been to just come in cold to this wormhole extreme situation yeah. and been like, what the To be fair, is- that's still what you said when it you is. saw this. It is. But how much fun would it be to get it backwards? And then you're like, oh. Anyway, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and the techno babble and the amazing acting. Yeah. And the crew. This is why, like, the crew for Wormhole Extreme is the actual Stargate crew. Yeah. <laughs> Some get swapped around. Like, I think the actual prop guys playing, like, the AD and things. Nice. Um, and when we, we're going to, by the way, for for you, uh, our patrons, we're going to do a live watch. Yes. A, a, a Nixie and Grace talk over shit. It's happening. Of... Wormhole Extreme after this, in which I will point out at least the crew that I do know by face. Or Hang on to your butt, guys. To know is there. Um, and fun fact, the one I will point out is the actor who plays Fake Teal, because I'm just going to call him, oh, like, yeah. Fake Teal, yeah. is actually the real Fake Teal. It's it's Christopher Judge's stand-in. Nice! <laughs> I dig it. I love that he never gets a chance to speak, either. Exactly! That is a purposeful running gag. Yeah. 
But I do love seeing seeing TJ there. And I think I may have yelled, it's TJ. No, you did. It's you definitely did. <laughs> and then and then there was a Stargate on Acid yeah. slash from Sesame Street. The disco gate. Yeah, yes. Or or the gate or it's like either that or it's made out of gingerbread man like. Or it's house. like the it's like the, the if if Legends of the Hidden Temple had a Stargate. <laughs> yes. I like yeah. I like I feel like it's or old 70s kids show, like creepy yeah, yeah, 70s yeah. kids show. Yeah. I basically I want to eat it. Or or, or 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 the it's a small world version oh, of the Stargate. Oh. That's what it is. That's what it is because I love the reaction that Nixie just gave us. Oh. It's a Stargate after That's terrifying. All. I hate that ride. It's I hate that ride. It's a Stargate I hate that ride. after all. So it's also clear that while Martin is it's on the set. Star, <laughs> Stargate. <laughs> I'm done, I promise. Uh, he's not really doing much on this set. He's like one step above a gopher. <laughs> yeah. um, and when we, It's so sad. It Mine's, is. We'll get to that. It'll be great, too, because I'll be three drinks in. <laughs> so when we come back from credits, we get also the most amazing promo ever. <laughs> Just ever. Like, and SG-1 is just slack-jawed watching yeah. this. Wormhole Extreme. I still think it's a, it's an energy drink. I think the, <laughs> it's an energy drink made of Prosecco and Blue Jello. Yeah. That's what this drink is called. Yeah. It's the Wormhole Extreme. And then um, you just add but caffeine. I kind of like the Event Horizon. No, I, I, you're right. It is the Event Horizon. Um, Maybe and it has many names, like a, like a good, you know, <laughs> like a good leader. It's called different names in different countries. Uh-huh. <laughs> please, please, please tell us what you would call this the drink in hole. your country. <laughs> oh no, the extreme hole. Ye old orifice. <laughs> oh, that sounds gross. <laughs> Don't drink orifice. That may or may not be a future reference that Grace doesn't get yet. You guys get it. Um, anyways, fake Jack is basically just Kirk and camo, yeah. <laughs> and also and like shiny like disco camo too. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh no, I noticed. <laughs> Did you notice that fake Jack has two lines cut into his eyebrow? Uh huh. Uh-huh. He's the vanilla ice of Jacks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's there's two L's lines. <laughs> the, there's another one with only one cut. He's not as cool. Not, no, yeah, cool people cut two lines in the eyebrows. Fake, fake Sam is definitely just brunette emo Sam. She's still as fucking smart, apparently, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and, I love and, that. And fake Daniel gets somehow more into it than Daniel does. I love that. I love that he's just as passionate, but nobody holds a Daniel to Michael Shane. Oh, no. Nobody holds a candle. No. That's right. I said a Daniel. <laughs> That's right. I'm drunk. I thought you meant that. You no. should have rolled with it. <laughs> um, he's Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really good attempt at that like passionate for no apparent reason like yeah. a college philosophy major. <laughs> <laughs> and also they talk about an alien with a transparent skull and again I just finished watching DS9 and Captain Baudet and Jadzia have a couple flings and he is a, like has a cute grin and a transparent skull so that's all <laughs> I thought about is that the race he's talking about are the Gallimites. <laughs> I like that. I like mice. That's yeah. Calamites uh, and and and, like and fake teal with his fake eyebrow raise, <laughs> and it's all and coming he's silver and instead of gold, and it's all coming this fall only on blank. Yes, <laughs> of course, because we don't know. We've gone to Showtime. We've gone. They're to still Sci-Fi. on Showtime right now. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. They don't switch until the end of the season. I believe. Got it. Got it. I'm for it. I'm ready. 
Um, and apparently, yeah, it's just a lot of stimulation at that yes. point. It's like, this is just, re- I love a show <laughs> that can make fun of itself. Which again so is well. one of my favorite things. But like, I want my sci-fi to have a wink and a twinkle at the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. Of humor. Which is why Orville... I love Orville. That makes sense. Because they fucking know exactly what they are. Yeah. That's all we are. We're just winks <laughs> like, and twinkles. That's basically winks at the camera at least once a Winks episode. and twinkles sounds like like a candy your grandma makes. Okay, yeah. Like a wink, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. one of those Christmas things that, that grandma's makes. Or it's a make. translation of a really sweet Japanese candy. Oh, yes. Or a cereal. Okay. <gasps> winks and twinkles. It's like marshmallows. And marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We're like two drinks away from my favorite murder level of podcast going on here. So apparently Martin the sold... The best part is that they're like sober the whole time. I know. <laughs> so apparently uh, Martin sold the idea to the studio and he's now a creative consultant for what that means. And the Air Force is using this basically as plausible deniability. Which is genius. If it stays on the air. Yeah. <laughs> It's a genius idea. It's ins- and then you're like, well, maybe Stargate SG-1 is just the Air Force plausible deniability cover for the actual Stargate program. There you go. Yeah. Whoa. 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 Did I just break grace? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, and to find out more info on that ship and talk to Martin, Jack is now the new Wormhole Extreme Air Force consultant. I love, I love this. This entire episode, Jack has to play the straight man. Yes, he does. Which... He can do, but it's such a different through great pains and quinity. Yeah, it's a different <laughs> role for him. But he's so he he's good at it in the sense of he can get the job done. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. For, somehow it makes him a little more attractive to me. <laughs> I don't know what it is in that because RDA had to be more attractive to you. I don't. I, I didn't know that that was even an option. <laughs> I didn't know you could turn it to eleven. <laughs> So Jack arrives on set and it's like an amped up backlot of a set. Yeah. There's bigger explosions and ADs have no, who have no time for anyone, which is totally accurate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and apparently bigger is like a standard Peter line on the bigger. Stargate set. <laughs> um, I've also, that has become a standard line for me as well. Yeah. Not going to lie. <laughs> so he's pointed over, I think Martin's over there somewhere. And Jan Newman, who is the show's actual makeup artist, is like showing off like the saddest alien alphabet makeup. Makeup. The green alien? Yeah, 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 yeah. The one that basically looks like the Wicked Witch. Yeah, but like the worst version of the Wicked yeah, Witch ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Wicked Witch like halfway through sweating off makeup. Yeah. That's actually the makeup artist yeah. of the show. She's not defying anything. Right? <laughs> She's yeah. not. Well, okay, the alien's not the makeup yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, and, and telling the props guy to spray some kiwis red to be alien fruit. Which, let's let's just go there for a second. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but this was a tangent that I went on by myself. And I, I was like, there are so many on other yourself. fruit that you yep. could use to be foreign fruit, like a star fruit. I love star fruit. Star fruit would be nice and weird. There's ugly a, fruit. Ugly fruit. There's the little tiny balls that have like a weird name that I think Kumquats? starts with an R. No, it no. starts with an R and they look like they're hairy, but you pop them open. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking Those about. Those guys could be little alien fruits. They could Don't. be little aliens. That's true. 
They could be like popples. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's what they're called. I don't remember. They could be the Stargate equivalents of the. Well, they're, they're, those are those are Futurama. Okay. They Futurama could be because they're basically the star the, the Futurama version of Tribbles, and so those yes. things could be the Stargate version of popples and Tribbles. <laughs> yeah, I think their name starts with an R, but that's all I got right now. I'm just gonna point this out real quick. So the 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 TV is still technically on in front of us, and so we've gone to like the Xbox like like screensaver screen sure. and the new update now they'll have like some of your friends pop up in their little yeah people keep looking at us no it's it's it is it's brother Matt's avatar like in a Red Wings jersey and every once in a while he catches my eye he like waves his hands at me he's and I'm judging like, <laughs> us brother Matt is brother judging Matt us is judging us through the Xbox anyway so many fruit that could be like alien fruit and now I want to make an alien fruit basket <gasps> that may be on our Thanksgiving table an alien on our Friendsgiving fruit salad table. yes Alien yes. fruit salad That's for the win. It next to that buffalo chicken. Maybe we'll maybe we'll bread. make an alien fruit salad sangria for a drink oh. one time. All um, done. So also a shout out to all the aliens who speak English. I mean, it's not <laughs> like this show has a universal translator like Trek, right? Uh, and or Doctor Who, or Doctor Who. This yeah. is true. Uh, well, that's just the TARDIS. That's fair. That's uh, Which one's the one where you get it in your head? Is that's that the Babble Fish from yeah, the Checkers yeah, Guide to the Galaxy? That's right. It's also clear that Martin doesn't remember Jack in the slightest. Also, Jack, <laughs> don't talk to the actors. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm trying not to quote just straight quote this entire episode. It's just <laughs> a goddamn quotable. It's just very quotable show. It's very. And as Martin leaves, Jack checks his trailer and calls back to Hammond because Martin's clearly has memory erased again. Mm-hmm. It's all these vitamins this time. He's very Jon Snow-like where he knows nothing. He knows nothing. <laughs> uh, and that's the only way that he is Jon Snow-like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so... Oh, Martin. So since Tanner is most likely involved, SG-1's going to head out to be backup. Yeah. Back at the set, there is a t- there's like a full-on Trek scene with alien princess and it's, tripping over alien bodies. It's for, to me, I call them Technicolor sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're nothing more than, than that, than, yeah. than just the old 1940s. Because we only built about 10 foot of set. Yes. So that's, we can't go somewhere else for the scene. Yeah, yeah. You just killed the aliens, therefore you have to be stepping over the but aliens. But they're absolutely Technicolor. And. Like, we could be in Oz. We could We be. could be in Oz right now. And, and, and. After seeing the Wicked Witch, I'm enough. <laughs> and fake Jack cannot deal with... Uh, Maybe that's on purpose. Maybe it's another Wizard of Oz reference. It very well could be another Wizard of Oz reference. <laughs> Done. Uh, I'm not putting that past anyone on the show that this is not another Wizard of Oz reference. I'm claiming it as so. Um, and uh, so, like, well, how do we go about getting rid of these bodies? And Martin's like, what if three shots disintegrate? Yeah. He's going to pretend he didn't hear that because that is quite possibly the stupidest thing he's ever heard Martin okay, say. Okay, so let me share this. When I'm watching with boyfriend Jesse, I go, that's actually what happened. <laughs> and the look on his face was like, why do you hate me? Why do you hate me? <laughs> because I don't. You've oh. noticed how they don't really do the three shot thing anymore. No, they really don't. It's They're a like, Let's, silly. can we pretend like we never did that? Yeah. Well, this- and, and, and again, this is why I like this episode. Everything that they've done that's a little silly, they make fun of. Yeah, because they know like, how ridiculous yeah, it is. Yeah, we're aware. We're aware. <laughs> it's done. We did it. That's right. I'm going to own that. Because what healthier approach to life is there? Yes. It's like, yeah, I fell on my ass. I'm going to deal with it. I'm sitting on the floor now. I will laugh at it. Would you like a replay? Yeah. I'll do it again. It hurt like hell. 
<laughs> but um, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> and then Robert C. Cooper's in this scene, and, and Martin's like, "Why are we even here? Go write something." <laughs> so that's Robert C. Cooper. Yes. Um, I did. I did, and I catch. There's one more reference to him later. Yeah, there yes. there is, and you caught that one. I did. First watch. I are smart. <laughs> so fake Jack keeps complaining about the dead aliens and Peter like basically almost kills him with his laser eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. I just the interaction between these two is the two, the, the, the Louise You're brothers. basically I'm sure seeing what like every family holiday was. Yeah. Because then you yeah. throw in a third brother and a Dom DeLuise. I love uh, I love a good a good family bickering. Yeah. I love a good family bickering. I don't know if anyone else would be able to survive those family get togethers. <laughs> oh, I don't I I could bring you some good ones. <laughs> Our, our, our family not only had family bickering, there was like the traditional family fight that happened every holiday. And, and to the point where we'd be like, here it goes. We're starting. It starts up and then it warms up. I should write a movie. It warms up. There was one that may or may not have ended when my dad literally threw my mother's car keys over the house. <laughs> And the whole idea of it was so ridiculous <laughs> that the rest of us just started laughing. I mean, like, I guess you're not leaving, Mom. It wasn't a holiday, but uh, my parents did start a salad fight at one point at the dinner table. <laughs> the children did not start that. Yeah, the parents started that. Yeah, it was. It was like that. There was like a, a fight, and my mom was gonna leave and like <laughs> cool off, and my dad's like, "You're not leaving. We're figuring this out." And, and he had her keys in his hand. And he you know what to do. Cause so he just threw them on the roof? Literally threw them over that. Like, oh, no, over? that's the thing. My dad played softball at some point. Okay. He played slow pitch. Um, and he played, you know, he's a pretty athletic dude for an old dude. Uh, I'm sure in his day he was, he was even more so. And yeah. for a farm, farmers yeah, are pretty farmers athletic. Farmers are already, yeah. Uh, pretty athletic. So he threw him over our, our three bedroom, two bathroom house. Wow. And he just chucked him <laughs> into, I think they ended up in the strawberry fields <laughs> behind the house. And we're like, well, that's a thing. The thing that just happened. And <laughs> just out of sheer, <gasps> what the fuckness? <laughs> we just laughed, <laughs> including my mother. And then it was over. And then we all ate. And the next day, we all looked for her. <laughs> some animal had come and like the end. It's like shiny. Some little raccoons stuck back there. <laughs> so, and then you have fake Jack practicing. He's like, "Hey, it's what I do. Yeah. It's what." I do. How much Shatner can I get? Do you think RDA went in there was like, give it a little more on the do. Just a little more. Hit the do a little harder. Do it harder. It's do what it. I do. Do it. Um, and then he asks Jack if he's ever seen action. He goes, that would be classified. And I, this is, I think, one of my favorite, favorite like, yeah. lines. And he's like, I like that. And it's sort of like a yes, but really a no. Yeah, no. That's the opposite of that, but okay. And then he's like, is this uniform realistic? It really does. <laughs> yes, the sparkle, the sparkles really make it. And like the weird flaps in the front. What is this? It's like there's a vent there. It's uh, it's where the chestburster comes. Yeah, <laughs> they had to tar make a target for the chestburster. Yeah, absolutely. So they don't just ruin the uniform exactly. every time. You can ruin a two dollar Hanes T-shirt, but not you know a, a glittering sequence, <sighs> a drag like camo and fabric. We, and we come to I think. Um, 
No, I'm pretty sure it's a fabric I had, like, in a camo dance costume. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that goes under lights. <laughs> One of my favorite things about this episode is the, like... It's not just in show jokes, but it's, like, in TV jokes. Yeah. Like, in in production jokes yeah. that goes across, like, this one, where Martin's like, I wanted to call it Going to Other Planets... But research showed that shows with X in the name get higher ratings. Yeah. But let's think about the name, Going to Other Planets. That's not really a name. <laughs> That's a sh- like, it's the worst That's name a ever. description. Yeah. That comes after the colon in the title. <laughs> Stargate, colon, Going to Other Planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in a warehouse, Tanner and Henchmen see a photo of Jack on the bridge studio lot and are like, trouble. Which, by the way, the bridge studio, like, that's actually where they film Stargate. Oh, like, uh, yeah. They just, they didn't have to go anywhere to film I this love, show. I love the idea of that, sh- because it's like, okay, are they supposed to be in L.A.? Because they're definitely not pulling off L.A. Yeah, no, they're just, <laughs> they're just like, no, we're filming in Washington. I even think they say Washington at some point on yeah. here. <laughs> so they just filmed on their back lot in sets that they're building later on and just shoot shots of the entrance to the studio. Yeah. It's the most fantastic, effective filming ever. Um, so we get, uh, Janet gets a little short scene with Hammond while Sam and Daniel are checking for a surveillance. So we get, yeah, I always love a good jamming scene. Um, but really she's only here to say that she found the same chemical that blocked Martin's memories the first time. It's basically just a scene to have Janet in the episode to go, yeah. hey, Janet was here. Yeah. Well, because you always want a good, like, Janet moment. And I missed her. I didn't I realize how much I missed her until I saw her. I was like, oh, it's Janet. Janet. Yeah, I like her. And anytime we get Janet as jammed. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It works. A good little jammed moment. So fake Sam comes over and uh, we get the classic, again, this constantly comes up. Mm-hmm. If she's out of phase, yes. How can she walk through walls and not fall through the floor? I love how there just is no answer. Crickets. There's just no answer. They almost start trying to mansplain it, but then they're like, "We can't even do that." No, because we it's don't just know better. Crickets. We just don't. There's no answer. No. We don't have any answers for answers of things that we don't have. We believe we talked about this exactly in was it Crystal Skull when mm-hmm. uh, when Daniel was invisible and yep. not falling through the floor. Or and the I planet. love that. And again, I feel like every joke on the show hits a previous episode where they're like. Yeah, we may have fucked up a little bit. And see, there. this isn't just the star- like this happens. I think on every season of Star Trek that exists. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it happens on multiple shows a lot of times. But I love that it's their sense of like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna address the fact that we don't address these <laughs> exactly. Things. Meanwhile, there's just a busty woman in the background giving massages. Because <laughs> it's true. Because yeah. reasons. <laughs> um, and she passes Jack by the craft service table, and we get. The second best teal outfit we've ever gotten on the show? <laughs> Does it beat cowboy outfit from Ascension? Oh, goodness. I know. No, okay. it does not. But that's what I'm thinking. But if we're just going off the hat itself, <laughs> it might. But and I've decided that he borrowed this from Daniel Possibly. because it's a do rag. It is. And and if anyone likes a good do rag, where the <laughs> fuck did they find that? I don't know. Like they haven't even been or around since the. Did they find any of Teal's outfits? For what did episode? they just like go through? Like. 
Old. Because the day glow pineapple whatever shirt he wears later on. It feels a little bit like, that one outfit feels a little bit like nurse in a children's ward. I think they're like punking teal, like yeah. in show. Yeah. But like, no teal, that's totally what everyone's wearing. That's what people wear. But again, or it could just be that we don't know any of the inside jokes on what an actual craft services person looks like. <laughs> For all we know, that's that's a thing. Um, and we also learned that the crew does not enjoy the traditional dishes of Chulak. And then, therefore, the image of Teal'c in a kitchen is now permanently etched in my brain. <laughs> yeah. And I would really like to see the Teal'c cooking show. Oh, yeah. The Teal'c show on the Food Network. Yeah. Okay, yes. <laughs> I, I want Teal'c on... Do I want him on, on Top Chef? Do I want just like semi homemade with teal? I want. Oh. Do you want the barefoot Contessa? Only it's teal. I kind of want that route. <laughs> yeah, and only cooking with like the home things from yeah. Trulock. Yeah. yeah, like I want. Like, I mean, if you can't find store bought, is fine. I want like Julia Child. <laughs> okay, but with teal. <laughs> I'm for it. Let's do this. And he like tells the as he's cooking, he tells the background of the dish as his you know childhood. I'm <laughs> Chulak. Yeah. Uh, and more butter. And when he brulees things, he uses a staff weapon. Yes. <laughs> and and so just, a staff brulee, if you will. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, at Martin's house, Sam is able to hack into the surveillance at the cameras that someone else has placed in Martin's house and be like, oh, they're surveilling him. Yeah, they're surveilling the surveiller dude that we're trying to surveil. So back on the set, it's the old, what effects can we afford and what ones can you cut? (laughs) Yeah. And the EP just loves Jack, who's like, well, why don't you shoot the alien guard? Yeah. He goes, you're telling me that an Air Force officer could shoot the guard without being weightless? Yeah. 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 You're also yeah. asking the wrong Air Force officer because yeah. he'd be like, You're telling me that you could do basically anything the wrong be like, Yeah, I can. Yeah. The end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh and and then uh if you hear that sound that is not anyone farting, that is me turning the glass on the table, I do apologize. <laughs> Nixie keeps farting on the table and blaming uh, the glass. <laughs> um oh. Because they can't, they can only have the CG of the spaceship at the end of the episode if they can do it for $5,000 less. Otherwise, the audience is just going to see the size of the ship in the close-up shots of... That happens often. Yeah. It's indescribable, so you don't describe it. (laughs) If you ever wonder why there's not an effect shot where there should be, it's because they couldn't afford it. Well, because effects are... And that goes for every show. Uh Uh-huh. Um... And so Jack starts to get suspicious of what Martin may or may not remember because Martin is dead certain that matter can only go one through way through an active wormhole. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack's like, that's a thing. (laughs) So Jack and Martin walk out through the back lot and I love the other show. I would watch Puchinski about the talking dog who solves crimes. Is it? No, is this a play on Poochie from The Simpsons? I had no clue, and I just want to uh, probably... I do want to watch a dog solve crimes. Yeah. Or is it Wishbone? Or Gruff? McGruff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Wishbone didn't crime. solve crimes. That's true. What's the story, Wishbone? <laughs> <laughs> I think Stormy would be a good crime-solving dog. He would. He would easily be able to dress up as McGruff. Well, when you're from I, well he's Batman. He is Batman. He is all black, but and he's a shadow of the night. He could also... He could be <laughs> Nightwing. 
Oh, I like he is. When when Stormy was little, he was Nightwing because you know because his harness was black and teal. Women love the D. <laughs> it's not my line. I cannot claim it. <laughs> Kaylee would be a great alert system. She would. She is actually um, completely unconscious right now and not even responding to her name. Laying next to us on <laughs> the couch. She's like, no fucks. Nope. None fucks. Okay. She, like, I can't even, um, like, picture what character she would be. Actually, she'd be more like, I think, like a Captain Marvel. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was thinking some type of, like, Black Canary. This is true. Her, her, <laughs> her bar can break glass, yeah. I'm sure. She looked good in fishnets. She would look damn good in fishnets. <laughs> Okay, where were we? Okay. Um, so, uh, there's, in the, apparently Pajinski also made his 100 episodes. That's yes. a thing. So, <laughs> Jack's like, so where'd you get this whole secret government team going to the planets idea? And another great line, never ask a writer where he gets his ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and behind Martin, you actually see the Thor puppet. And oh, then, I didn't even notice yeah, that. Yeah, there's a Thor puppet behind there. And then I believe behind Jack, there's like a black wheel, like spinny wheel. I'm okay. pretty sure that's what does the Stargate light effects. Sweet. Like they put that in yeah. front of the light and it makes the Stargate effect. Which, by the way, the like orange, red, orange Stargate effects in <laughs> Rebel Extreme. Yes. Are I'm hilarious. A fan. I'm a fan of all of it. Because they're like always on, whether the Stargate's active or not. <laughs> and they also, they make a joke here about a small but pivotal role. Yes. Now, are they making fun of when they had like the head of defense on? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, wait a minute, I remember this. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. This thing too. Um, and so Jack calls, or Sam calls Jack, and they were right. Tanner has Martin under surveillance. Mm-hmm. Most likely something to do with the ship coming. Um, and then again, there's Peter with bigger explosion <laughs> in the background. In in the most unflattering pants, too. I kept noticing. I was like, God, those are just. <laughs> they're like dead pants. The 2001 pants were just no, not, not good for anyone. No. Um, and he's like, what is it about bigger that you don't understand? Bigger is the opposite of smaller. And this is where Jack checks with the guard booth. <laughs> yeah. And the guard is reading Dust Up an Old Screenplay and <laughs> yes. Sell It by Robert Cooper. Yes, I saw that one and I was like, I know that name. <laughs> and this is where he mentions the small and pivotal role. Yes. Um, and then he has her email all the license plate of all the vehicles that come through here. Oh, like, that's going to be a big, long list. That's going to take a couple emails. It's going to take a couple <laughs> emails. And Sam and Daniel are investigating the people who work at Bridge Studios. <laughs> Why would someone with two PhDs become a teamster? Oh. It just, for some reason, kills me inside. Because, because they probably make more money. Because the money... <laughs> <laughs> like nowadays, that could be a reality, not a suspicious thing. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's like a yeah. it's not a <laughs> standard. Yeah, and they spot one of Tanner's henchmen going by the name Steve Austin. Yeah, like Stone Cold. <laughs> Can I just say that like I had to watch the commentary for this to even like for that to be something I even thought. Oh, of. really? Yeah. To- did, there is only one Steve Austin in my head, and that's a six million dollar right. man. Yeah, no, like, I was being funny. Yeah, but I like don't like <laughs> don't know Stone Cold Steve. Like I, I probably, I'll be yeah. honest, I probably still couldn't like. If you showed me a picture, well, my assumption is that they were referring to the six million dollar yeah. man, but I was just throwing. But in it's another. a good, it's a good. It could be either. <laughs> I'm just saying it would have been the right time frame. You for could it. have a picture of of 
Stone Cold Steve Austin on your screen, and I yeah. probably wouldn't be able to recognize him. <laughs> I I may not anymore either. I just know that he was around at the same time as The Rock. There's two wrestlers I could picture, the and one's Hulk Hogan, and the other one's The Rock. By the okay. way, I just saw the episode of Voyager where The Rock had his first big oh, acting wow. role, and he did the eyebrow thing. <laughs> He's got a good eyebrow. Him and Teal'c, man, they should have an eyebrow. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm for it. Um. Okay. So Steve Austin. So they go and do a little stalking of Steve Austin. And there's like a statue butt. Just like straight (laughs) up statue butt on the screen. (laughs) Um, And Daniel, can we please teach Daniel how to hide on stairs a little bit better? Um, Can we talk to Daniel about his jacket? His purple. (laughs) Purple. You have a problem with his jacket? It's a purple. Who do you think is giving fashion advice? Jacket. Who do you think is giving Teal fashion advice? It's a purple leather jacket. I'm going one more time. Okay. It's a purple. <laughs> that would be enough. A purple jacket. Or a slut. Purple leather. Yeah. It's a purple leather jacket. But listen. And I watched it a couple times. And I watched it throughout the scene. And then he goes out on the balcony. And it's like, no, yeah. that's And I'm, I'm rubbing my head because it stresses me out so much. He's wearing a purple leather jacket. When is that ever necessary? I mean, I'd wear it. <laughs> I give up. He's very confident. It's such a terrible thing to do to leather. I'm done. I really love the color purple. <laughs> uh, needless to say, um, <laughs> but back on set, non Jack and Alien Princess are having their big scene, <laughs> and a cell phone rings. Yeah. <laughs> and naturally, it's Jack's because he gives no fucks. None fucks about. He probably like picks up the phone in the theater. And non Jack, non Jack is just like, who the fuck? And it's yeah. always. And then actually, when that happens, like on set, you always have to pause and go, "That's not mine." Is it? Okay, yeah, who's is it me? That? Is it me? Yeah. <laughs> um. Because it's super, it's super important. Phone call. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Sam and Daniel, because apparently Steve Austin just disappeared. Yeah. Uh, but they did trace a phone call he made to a warehouse on the east side of town. Mm. Uh, Jack's like, bring back up this time. And uh, as the conversation ends, we see fake Teal needing a fishing line to be able to raise just one eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. Which is... Do they, like, tape him up? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently he can't, like, the actor can't do the one eyebrow. No, that's one of those. Because I can't either. It's one of those genetic things. I don't think I can do it either. I Am can't. I doing it? Am I know I for a fact I cannot do it. <laughs> I've always wanted to. I can do, like, the rolling of the tongue thing. I can do that one. Um, what other weird ones? I can't do the clamshell one. Oh, that one's strange. Yeah. That one's very specific. But there's a bunch of weird things that people can or can't do, and there's just it's just in your genes or not. Yep. I think my favorite is the people who can't wink. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just blinking at you're me. You're just blinking. You're just, I dream of genieing at me. <laughs> You've gone from flirt to creep. Yeah. What are you um, doing? <laughs> Make it go away. So we pan behind the lunch truck and two executive types who are talking about how they need a sexy female alien. Uh, and head into the limo to leave without Martin. So it's time to talk to Jack now. And again, you either go, is that a niece? Or again, I'm just watching Voyager yeah. and Seven of Nine. <laughs> I don't know that reference. Oh, well. But I know a niece. Trust me, you will. Okay. And you will fully understand. Just pull up a picture of Seven of Nine. Oh, got it. And you will you will see. Now, listen, I now, as I'm rewatching this, appreciate the character of Seven of Nine more 
but you will see what my eye roll was when she was cast in Voyager. I'm I'm going for it now, yep. and we're gonna keep talking. We're gonna keep because because uh, <laughs> there was a reason she was cast, and um, is that what's her name? Sherry Ryan, which I, I love her. Jerry Ryan. She's fantastic. Yeah. But she was cast because of the outfit she wears. To be the hot girl? Yes. It's really skin tight, isn't it? It's beyond skin tight. Like, I'm pretty sure it's painted on her. Yeah, she's very... Uh... The character is really interesting. But when I first watched Voyager, I had a hard time getting past... <laughs> her skin tight outfits? Yes. I'll, I'm okay with it. Something um, about Jerry Ryan makes everything okay. I do freaking love Jerry Ryan, like, <laughs> so much. Uh, it's her. She reminds me of, and I just forgot her name, who was in Chuck. Oh, Yvonne Strahovski. Yes. I love both of them. Yes. And I'm for it. Yeah. So anyway. They've got a Sam feel to them. They do. If you will. They do. <laughs> so uh, it's because they're smart. They're smart, tough ladies yeah. who are blonde. I'm liking it. So in Martin's trailer, Jack reads from the script, which is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, let's just discuss the line. What mysteries lay beyond this mystical portal? <laughs> Mysterious mysteries. Mystical mysteries. Thesaurus. Mystical mysteries. I'm going to say that one more time. It's the magical mystery tour. They're mystical mysteries. <laughs> It sounds like a terrible, I like terrible store on uh, Diagon Alley. I just love alliteration. <laughs> the Mystical Mystery Store. Yep. <laughs> it's the Mystical Mystery Hour. Uh, and uh, apparently that Martin really wanted a 15 member, a handsome, smooth-talking alien who was stranded on Earth when his crews abandoned him. <laughs> Grace, plug your ears for two seconds. La, 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 Holy la, shit, guys. Is la, that a la, wink or la. not? Okay, we're good now. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, there's a side comment that I had to make. Like, I couldn't not make the side comment. Um, Luckily, I've been drinking enough to where when I plugged my ears, all I heard was my own blood rushing through them. It was like the thunk, the thunk. It's really fun. You should do that more often when you're drunk, guys. So Jack's like, Martin, it's all true. Martin's like, sure it is. Martin, are you sure you haven't recently seen Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith in here? <laughs> Because you have been MIB'd. Guys, I still, when I ride the MIB ride, close my eyes at the end. If you don't win and they put the Neuralizer up, I still close my eyes just in case. Just in case. You never know. You have to be safe. But he's, you, like, Jack's like, you've been through the gate before. Your memory's just been erased. He's like, oh, so my member of SG1? No. no I feel no, like you're not. through the gate is like an initiation game yeah. that we have to play with friends now. It's time to go through the gate. And we I just don't know what it means, but I'm going to make them do that. An entire bottle of... Prosecco and blue jello? <laughs> yes, and then we horizon. just kill our friends. <laughs> um, but, you're Martin, you're not just interested in outer space. You're from outer space. And Jack's like, I can't believe I'm having to say these lines to you. <laughs> so Martin just assumes that it's a pitch and tells Jack to... Find a twist and type it up, and Martin will look at the coverage on it. <laughs> no. Again. I just died. Yeah. A little bit on the inside of that. There is a lot of great inside jokes on this oh episode. There's a lot of just... It's just joy. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just Stargate inside jokes. It's just 
like industry inside just, jokes. It, they're making fun of themselves in every way that they can think they, of. It's great. Absolutely. With a little, with a tiny bit of plot throughout. Yeah, there's a, there's a it's big like a, plot. Just a thin, thin layer of plot. So just Very thin. Tie things together. So at the warehouse, Sam and Daniel and a bunch of other military dudes move in, and this is where the Martin Wood cameo is: is an NID guy pointing his gun directly at Sam and Daniel, who ran out, ran in without a weapon, but at least he's in the back. And everyone has their weapons pointed at each other because they're not henchmen, they're an ID. <laughs> yeah. So Martin arrives in an empty set that is uh, and, and is quickly locked in, and he walks through a clearly being constructed for a future episode of Stargate set. Yes. And runs into Jack again. <laughs> Martin just assumes that the crew is playing a joke on him because they do it all the time out of respect, which even Martin doesn't buy when he says this it. This is my, like, this part where I try not to think about this part so much. You got some feels? Because it gets a lot of feels because you think of Martin and his life and and how he tries to make things okay for himself all the time. And he's got such a great attitude. But there's clearly a lot of, like, bullying going yeah. on and, and just, like, the sense of, like, not being part of the group yep. and he just makes it okay all the time and it's like god it's really sad yeah, it's really shitty very sad yeah very sad and it, it, we'll get to it when we get to the end but there's just so much sadness to what he's dealing with yeah martin is kind of a tragic character a little bit yeah, yeah. um and you know martin is like yeah i'm saying these again he doesn't believe it and something's here. Someone else is here. Mm-hmm. So Jack pulls out his ankle gun. Yeah. <laughs> and they run into Tanner and his henchmen. So Martin and Jack are tied up. And Martin's main concern is that he's going to miss the big finale being shot. Yeah. Uh, and doesn't want to hear this whole he's an alien thing again. Right. Although Martin thinks that the whole everyone is aliens thing is the stupidest act for opening ever. <laughs> Which is the opening of Act 4. Yeah. Uh, Tanner and his henchmen come in and prep when Martin is really hoping it's just someone's insulin shot. Which, to be fair... That's a shit ton of insulin. That would kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it is just insulin, that's you, enough insulin to hurt someone. Do you want to go into a coma? Because that's yeah. how you go into a coma. That's how you go into death. Um... And they inject Martin, saying it'll help him remember, and he falls unconscious mumbling. <laughs> yeah, and he's mumbling all things for his show, too. <laughs> Which is the best part. So back at the NID warehouse, both sides are annoyed at each other. And I love, da- again, pa- I don't know if it's one of my favorite lines. Please, Mr. Man in Black, don't pretend you don't know about the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That is really good. I don't know what it is about that line. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Michael Shanks' delivery of that line. <laughs> well, and I love that he watches crappy movies like Men in Black. It, like for someone who seems like he's such an intellectual and all these other things, he's like, I'm gonna go watch Men in Black this weekend. But he's also just like in the most I give no shits right now attitude. Yeah. I'm wearing a purple leather jacket. He Ain't nothing. It. He says it in a very Jack-like way. Yeah. Yeah. Is what it There's is. There's a lot of, of, of Jack channeling that's happening. So Sam can't reach Jack anymore, but Ancient Agent Barrett, who, by the way, is Ancient, Agent Barrett, mm-hmm. won't let him go anywhere uh, because this is now an NID investigation. Mm-hmm. So back at the henchman warehouse, Teal'c saw the abduction, followed them because Teal'c's awesome to make a dramatic rescue. Mm-hmm. Martin is still delirious that the... <laughs> 
<laughs> that the real money is in syndication. <laughs> Which is true. Which is completely true. Absolutely true. Because um, you get more commercial breaks. Let me explain this. Okay. You get more, I think it's, you get more commercial breaks, so you yeah. get more money from the ad revenue. Yeah. Plus, and you get to sell it as a package, and you don't have, you're not making it anymore, so there's no cost. Plus, they get to air it more. Right. It's like, it's not just like once a week. Yes. Like, you're airing, like, 14 Which, again, episodes means more commercial week. breaks. Exactly. All the money's in commercials, guys. The end. <laughs> I just downed all my Prosecco-soaked jello. Ah, so Jack slaps Martin out of it, literally, and suddenly he remembers everything. Yeah. Aww. So they didn't drug Martin. He drugged himself. Guys, oh, how sad is that? He just couldn't handle knowing what happened to his planet and his people, and one more month of the drugs, it would have been permanent. Let's think about the sadness there. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah Grace, drunk Grace wants to be morose <laughs> for a second. Ready, guys? Let's think about how sad Martin's life is, where he's just like, I just want to erase it with drink or drugs or whatever the case may be. My life, I'm so sad and I, I am, com- I'm trying my best. His mind wants to be a happier place. He yeah. wants to convince himself that all these things are better and happier, but he's like, I basically just am really sad and want to forget everything. Yeah. My heart. Yeah. It's really sad life for Martin. I, I, I hope it comes around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Martin realizes now he's like, oh shit, the wormhole extreme is based entirely off the Stargate program. Yep, I did this. But don't worry, it's on cable. <laughs> oh no, on just cable. <laughs> so the ship that's coming in is is theirs. They put on a timer back in the day and come back for them. <laughs> he has the mobile computing device that the other that Tanner and the other guys need to access the ship. And it's in a safe place, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Safe place is back on the set being used as a fake, real, fake, yeah. but real prep. <laughs> well, you know, the best place to hide is in plain sight, right? This whole scene, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this whole scene. Um, but they can't find it in the props room. The props man says it's on set and then calls Agent Barrett once everyone leaves. Um, the room is just basically a where's Waldo of old props. Yeah. Oh, I did, which I dig, yeah. At the end of the warehouse, Barrett is going to, you know, head out with his team, but leaves Agent Smith, men in black, <laughs> in charge of Sam and Daniel since Barrett wants the ship and doesn't trust them. So Jack, Teal'c, and Martin arrive on set. They're filming the show, and, and right as fake Teal'c is, like, trying to turn, still doesn't say anything. Yeah. It's just... I love that they play him slightly dumb, too. Yeah. Like turn now! Turn now. It's just so cringeworthy. It's amazing. <laughs> and Jack heads over and says fake Sam was great and takes her props, including the real fake, real fake prop. Real fake things. Real, realness is fakeness. So um, they they have the thing so they can now leave. And Martin's like, but I don't want to leave. And they're filming the big finish. I don't want to leave yet. Of course. And Jack's like, no, we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> So fake Daniel and fake Teal'c pull giant wedgies out of their ass behind them. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you think that was improvised? 
Like, they're like, let's do this thing. Probably. Yeah. Let's just pull giant wedgies out of our butt. So Jack and Martin head to a truck trailer as Tanner comes up, wanting device before Martin can call the ship with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's Teal behind him. And I'm expecting, like, another henchman to go behind yeah, Teal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, Sam to show up behind him. Yeah, just a like train. a domino effect yeah. of, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a little sandwich of, of, of people. So Jack's like, we can all walk away. Seriously, we're not going to come after you. Mm-hmm. Like, we are... Please go. Yeah. And and Tanner's like, yeah, but what about the NID? He goes, fuck, I can't control them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Tanner doesn't want to hide anymore. They just want the device. They know Jack has it because they let them escape because they knew Martin would lead them to it. Right. And Martin's like, fuck. <laughs> uh, and Jack's phone rings. It's Sam. Uh, while Daniel is tying up Agent Smith because, duh, they took him out. Are you serious? Right. Well, she's just, you know, she hasn't gotten a chance to kick anyone's butt in a while, so why not? <laughs> to be fair, she did so last episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the last, within the last episode, she's like, well, I haven't gotten any good ass kicking done, uh, yeah, so let's yeah, do yeah. this. Um, and he, she warns Jack that the NID are coming. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But they're too late because look, Martin jumps out of the trailer right into Teal. Who Ta-da! doesn't move? <laughs> the ship is arriving and they're filming more show. Uh, fake Daniels complaining that he hasn't finished translating the alien text yet. <laughs> Which is such a great, great Daniel line. Perfect Daniel line. absolutely true. Yeah. And naturally, right before fake Teal can speak, the camera monkeys pan over to the giant ship coming into orbit. <laughs> And Aww, Tanner's camera like, guys, I, I appreciate just want your the work. device. <laughs> the NID won't ever leave them alone here on Earth. Uh, the NID are driving up now, in fact. And Jack yeah. hands them the device, telling them that, look, you owe me one. Yeah. Um, but Martin isn't coming. He found his new path here on Earth. Yeah. And he's sure. No, that wait, was this the part where he tells them to plan yeah, up? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the best way to break the fourth wall I know. I've ever seen. It's, Let's not skip past that. It's so perfect. Because it is, because he goes like pan up, look yeah. at the fucking ship. Yeah. And he's got talking directly at us. Yeah. But he's not. He's talking directly uh-huh. at the crew within the show uh-huh. of the crew uh-huh. that we're not talking to, uh-huh. but also uh-huh. we're talking to. So perfect. It's the so best. perfect. It's also the part of the show that makes me think this needs to be a ride. Yeah, it's this so good. This needs to be a ride in Universal and whatever freaking park you want to put it in. So, um, and he's sure that they're going to win an Emmy yeah. for visual effects. Yeah, of course. And Tanner and his henchmen beam up in the most Star Trek, the original series beam that's ever been beamed <laughs> ever. And the ship leaves and they cut, print, and wrap. Yeah. Um, and at the end, it's it's Michael Greenberg and Brad Wright, the actual producers, yeah. are like, cool effect. Nah, I've seen better. Yeah. Nah, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Which, if you know me, is a line that I quote on a bi-daily basis. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> well, you can quote that a lot when your job is basically post. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pre and post. Yeah. Our jobs are basically pre and post. Yeah, 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 but yeah. But we do a lot of fixing things in post. Uh, and the camera is up high and pulls away. The and amount see. of just color balance. I know. <laughs> if there's one thing I could teach every camera person in the whole world. It's how to white balance. White balance can you just is white, please, your friend. Please just white balance. You can white balance on almost every single camera, including your phone. Um, and you see the whole crew as, as the camera pulls away. And they actually, literally, the two of them talk about the West best time to fade out. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get the fake outtakes from the fake show. <laughs> let's we can just like zoom. They're all great. But let's zoom right to Michael DeLuise going. 
What do you mean it's a fake show? <laughs> but we're really here. Am I getting real money? Well, what you, but it's, how, how is it fake? We're right here. We're here. We're filming it. He started, he has an existential crisis. <laughs> he does. Over this show. <laughs> I also, my other favorite one is the foam rocks. <laughs> Yes, we're made, but we're fake. Daniel's like, no, you go. I love that he tries to pull pull Peter Deloise in there, but he's clearly nowhere near as strong. Oh, it's just, it's so, it's just so good. Oh my gosh, and it doesn't actually say Colonel on his uniform. Yeah, never ever. <laughs> oh, I love, I love, I love, I love this episode this is a number one episode look it deals with a little bit of plot do we even have to like pretend where this goes on no 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 this is number one with a bullet it's it's going downtown and early around i'm I'm gonna start to quote fall out boy and stop sorry guys Uh, complex something something um Anyway, uh, this is great. Yes. The amount of humor. I love that we can see. Are you taking Rite of Passage off your list? I should ask that. Uh, where am I at? Where I'm Hollow Extreme, Threshold 2001 Ascension, Desperate Measures, and Rite of Passage. No, fuck it. Desperate Measures goes away. Okay. Cassie, you live to see one more day. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just really fun to see this kind of humor. And it's a great 100th episode. Um... It's it's just fun stuff. Yeah. It's just fun stuff. And, and I can't imagine... Uh, I'm going to take this to a really weird place. I'm but this, but this aired September 9th, yes. 2001. Yep. Uh, we all know what happened two days after this episode. Yep. I imagine that having this to go back to, and I don't know how often that was an option, because DVRs VHS are really a thing. Tapes. Right. But I imagine that this must have provided some sort of comfort for people. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. To me, that's kind of what the episode's about. Like, just to have some sort of, like, happy moment to come back to. Um must have been great but it's totally timeless yeah it's just a great fun episode that makes fun of itself i love it i I love a show that can do that any show that doesn't take itself too seriously yeah uh, fuck that's so great because you should never be so full of yourself that you're annoying yep and that's kind of sometimes what it seems like with other shows that we run into and you stop to lose you start to lose interest because it's like they're not having fun anymore yeah so if they're not having fun then we're not having fun. fun yeah but I just fucking love it. Also, I'm drunk, so I'm not going to get too far. <laughs> if, we stay, if we stay on any longer, I'm just going to start, okay. like, singing. Two things. <laughs> I mean, we could. No. So, two things. Is that next week is Proving Ground? Yeah, okay. Um, And then, which, there's a there's a delay. Like, that's not till after the new year. Yeah. Like, it's later. Um, And then we have two new patrons uh, this week. Eric <gasps> B. and Nathaniel Barlow. Hello, and thank you for patroning us. That's that a word, right? People should be starting to receive their um, their, their October October card. pod cards any yeah. day now. In the mail, it's been like a week. So. Yeah, you may have already got probably it. already Who got knows? it. Yeah, I think the only people that may not have us is the international people. But they're coming. I promise. They're coming. Um, and yeah, look for um for our patrons. We're gonna do a talk over stuff. Yeah. to this episode because yes. why not? It's awesome yeah we'll see you guys soon uh you know where to find us on twitter we're at tara podcast uh we're on facebook as there's no place like tara um uh you can email us at there's no place like tara at gmail.com and we're at patreon.com slash there's no place like tara thank god i have that memorized because i am drunk (laughs) 
Alrighty. Grace, are drunk. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. We love you. Thanks so much for 100 episodes. And I, and I know she's drunk. Love you. I love you, love you. I love you, love you, Grace. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.